You're listening to It Came From Gen X. Hello, everybody. It is good to be back. We are the guys from It Came From Gen X, and this is our first new show in about a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, Took a little bit of the, the summer off for a break. Lots going on in our lives, and uh, we are just glad to be back here today uh, with a brand new show. All kind of crazy things to talk about. We missed a lot of great topics. Our man is relevant as now, or we're kind of limited by time, but still, we got a lot of great stuff to talk about. So let's get going. Say hello to the fellas. Fishbone, how you been, man? Doing well, brother. Nice, uh, relaxing break over the summer. Uh, great quality time with uh, family, friends. Sally and I got away. Uh, took up disc golf as a new hobby. Doing a lot of that lately, too. Work's been okay. So, yeah, just a nice, relaxing uh, break, guys. But glad to be back here with you. Yeah, definitely glad to be together again. I uh, understand the, the the family thing. I got to do a lot of that this summer as well. And... uh you know what? I'm I'm still going. I, I I was going to say, oh, well, summer's over, but you know, my sister and I are like, you know what? We're going to keep partying till like it's 1999. So, though it doesn't end because the summer's gone. Skinbo, how you doing, brother? Uh, doing good. Yeah, like you said, we've been gone for I think August 14th was my last recording. So, oh man, uh, it's it's been almost two months, but yeah, uh, lots gone on. Um, Glad to be here, though, fellas. Yeah. Always great being with you guys. You got the, the camper since we... Uh, did you have the camper then? Oh, we've had it since January. We just oh, that's started right. okay. camping over the summer. Okay. We right. are scheduled to go this weekend, but I think Mother Nature is going to be raining on us, and I'm not sure we're going to want to go, but we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, uh, you guys know it's been a crazy two months for me uh, being shot at again. <laughs> right. If I finally found out who did that, you know, had a nice bullet hole in my car. Um, also, we got the uh, I got a new vehicle. It's not new, but it's new to me, uh, which I hated it when I first got it. Now I'm absolutely in love with it, and I am having so much fun fixing it up. I have a Jeep Wrangler, and I didn't know Jeeps were so much freaking fun. Uh, I, I look forward to getting up just to drive. So uh, that's been going on pretty cool. So. Man, let's get this show going. We don't want to waste any more time. Fish, tell them where they can find the show. All right. I want to mention, too, I've been away. My daughter graduated college. Congratulations. Shut Beautiful up. Peyton. Yeah, doing well. She's got her first full-time job in graphic design, so she's wow. doing very well. Yeah, so. I yeah. remember her. I remember you posted a picture of her going to high school. She had the overkill shirt on. I mean, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Like, time right. just flies right on okay. by, man. Hey, from me to you, Peyton, congratulations. That is absolutely awesome. Thank you. you sound like you are a one sharp on the ball lady. Should, thank you so much. All right. Well, if I can remember uh, where we can be found. <laughs> uh, line. Uh, our, our producer's uh, slacking over here. Uh, anyway, so you might be listening to us. Finally, wherever you listen to podcasts, we can be found on all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Overcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, we could be found. Just simply pull up the It Came From Gen X podcast. Give us a free follow or subscribe. And as we publish new episodes once every eh, three to six months or so, uh, we'll pop into your podcast feed free of charge. You might be watching us on our YouTube channel at It Came From Gen X or on the Boss Code Media TV network. They could be found on your smart television or portable device that we pull up the boss code media network uh app download subscribe and run there with other creative content all show information can be found at two main places our link tree page is simply google link tree it came from gen x there's links to all social media and uh, other things uh i know you go to one place go to our website it came from gen all information's there, ways to sponsor the show, links to our merch store, links to new episodes, videos, bios, etc. Uh, go there, and if you do anything at all, tell a friend, give us free follow, free subscribe on YouTube, podcast, give us a rating and review, all that good stuff. That's how it, uh, we grow a little bit. And we yep. appreciate your support. And you know what? If you came back and listened to any of our repeat shows or anything like that, you were kind of listening for a new episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. We had a lot going on there. It was definitely a well-needed break for all of us. You know, we've been doing this, I mean, hell, as you guys know, for years now with a football show and this. So we all needed some time yeah. off for various reasons. So thanks for hanging with us. And we'll try to be more consistent here, get into the the fall season yes. and winter season and all that give you bring you some more new episodes as we go forward here. So Absolutely. thanks for your support. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for saying that. Also, you can find us on www.leakage is nothing to be ashamed of dot com. So there you go. catch That's us, right. catch us all there. All right. Mm-hmm. We have not heard from the man in quite a while. Maybe he's gonna go on a rant. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Skinner, the floor is yours. Hey, speaking of Mike Skinner, big shout out to our podcast producer, Mike Skinner Jr. Uh, he's been a little bit depressed lately because he hasn't had our voices in his head. He actually right. told me that, mm-hmm. you know, I guess after doing that for so long, he would mm-hmm. feel a little lonely. So, hey, we're back, Jr. Uh, good to be back in your head again. All right. Go ahead, Skimbo. Take it away. Yeah, I probably sent him a message, and he's like, finally recording a podcast, huh? (laughs) It was his response. Um, No, first of all, I need to shout out to the Zackle family. Um, Rob Zackle is a friend of mine for many years. Uh, His brother, Daniel, uh, 58 years old, passed away a week ago. Mm. Uh, This past Friday, we had his funeral on Friday from uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, definitely our condolences, fellas. I don't have to. I don't have to tell you. This man six years ago had a, a almost a fatal heart attack and came all the way back to working forty plus hours a week from a heart a massive heart attack. Never <clears throat> knew. He told me four months ago that he uh, was going to find out what uh, what stage he was at. He was at stage four, and mm. sure enough. <clears throat> When you get pancreatic cancer, you're you're pretty much on your deathbed at that point. So, uh, to Pam, uh, his partner, to my good friend Rob Zacko and the entire Zacko family, uh, prayers to you from our from us here at the show. Um, 
my aunt, my great aunt also passed away. So I'm done with this to be truthful. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a summer of losing loved ones. And, um, quite frankly, I'm tired of it. Know what you mean. Uh, so with that being said, um, I'm going to start off with some more depressing news. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> If that didn't cheer you up, here well, we go. Well, that besides we're back no, on the air. Um, That's depressing for some <laughs> in itself, but uh, yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me retract. To, to my pain in the ass daughter, my youngest 15-year-old. Hey, what? Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, she went to her first homecoming this past ah, weekend. Very nice. Very and uh, she was absolutely beautiful. Um, and uh, she had a great time. So shout out to her. Uh, unless you lived under a rock over the last four or five days, you know that Israel and the Hamas uh, militants, which Hamas. occupy the Hamas Gaza. Is, Hamas is a ha- food. Hamas. <laughs> Hamas, Hamas <laughs> occupies Hamas, the Gaza Strip. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got to try to make a joke of this because from what I'm seeing and what I, you know, from experiences, this ain't. This is going down a, a rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. No. Um, <clears throat> so, a little background: the Gaza Strip refers to a narrow strip of land. It's wedged between Israel and Egypt on the Mediterranean Sea, and, and that is roughly the size years of fighting. Yes, uh, years and years of fighting it goes back all the way to actually 1948. Truthfully, uh, the first victory for Israel was in 1967. But I'll get to that. And the area of the Gaza is basically the size of Washington, D.C. However, <laughs> there's over 2 million people in that little area. Yeah. It's one of the most heavily populated areas on the planet. Um, after the creation of Israel in 1948, Egypt controlled the Gaza for about two decades until Israel went to war and took over in 1967. It was called the Six-Day War against the Arab nation. Um, and then for 38 years, they controlled everything about the Gaza Strip until 2005 under international and domestic pressure. They withdrew their Israeli settlers and let the strip go back to the Palestinian authorities. Um, the Hamas went all out, uh, bomb brigade on Israel. Uh, I think it was on Saturday. And then late into Sunday, Israeli is the Israelis came back hard with them. They're up to last I heard, it was already fifteen hundred casualties and over three thousand people wounded, just in a period of forty eight hours. Uh, the U.S. is getting into it. Uh, they are sending warships into the Mediterranean Sea. Which will then have China chime in. North Korea is going to chime. It's going on. Like I said, I don't want to repeat myself, but it's a rabbit hole that we do not want to go down. And um, I just hope calmer heads prevail through this because from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing early on, this could be devastating. Um, do you guys have anything to add to what you've seen? Uh, I, again, unless you've been under a rock, you've had to have seen and heard and uh, witnessed a little bit of the video that's out there already. Fish. 
Well, it's just, it's just uh, needless to say, it's a very scary time. I mean, between that and the ongoing war in Ukraine, I mean, it's, right. uh, it, it's you know, it, there's, there's a lot of feel of a potential of the world war brewing here. So, like you say, hopefully calmer heads prevail and just thoughts and prayers with everybody involved, all those poor people who just, you just try to live a normal life and you get t- attacked. You know, out of nowhere, right. lose loved ones. It's just a really horrible thing, and it's just a very tense time that uh, that we're living in right now. So, hopefully, we don't see it blow up more, and you know, we lose a lot more lives uh, needlessly. Really, so mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. Really, Keith, what do you got? I was going to talk a little bit about some of the details of what's going on. Um, the fact that Israeli just ordered a full uh, control over the Gaza and all this other stuff, but and I'll forget all that for right now. You, you can watch the news and get all that. If, if you never believed in evil in your life, you should believe in it right now. Um, as Fish was mentioning, you know, you got Ukraine, you got all this other stuff going on. Um, another world war, nobody can win that. Right. Nobody can win that. Why would you play with fate? What, what? Who are these evil men that just are constantly being warmongered? I can never have just hate somebody else for being who they are or fighting over stupid stuff. No one has the decency to say, you know what? It's not worth it. And put the entire world at jeopardy right now. It just really bothers me. Um, we're praying very hard. A lot of this Israeli stuff is biblical. You don't believe it? Look in the book of Revelation. Uh, and when it talks about the, you know, uh, the bear and all this other stuff, the bear represents uh, Russia. Uh, forget what China is. It might be the sickle. I, I don't want to quote something that I'm not right. But anyway. Um, People need to pray. People just need to people need to pray. Because right now people are playing with matches and a room full of gasoline. And it just takes one wrong thing to ignite and then everybody goes full nuts, you know? And nobody can win this. Nobody can win this. And I don't care if you're the uh mighty United States or Russia with this big nuclear arsenal. It's like the one person said, I'm not scared of the person that has a bunch of nukes. I'm scared of the person that just has one. You know, because that's that's the person that wants to do something, do some damage. So if anybody's just got one, it's not. So uh, all I can say is pray. Right. Right. And uh, so and on to the next subject matter. Yeah. Yeah, I've been paying attention with this stuff with Israel and I, again, it makes my spine want to crawl up inside me to think about what could happen if this, uh, if something doesn't, uh, yeah, turn around. So anyways, um, another thing that's been in the news over the last month to six weeks, especially with school out is the, the new variant 
BA 2.86. Yes, people, ladies and gentlemen, COVID has never left the building. No. Just like the flu, it'll be back year after year after year. Now, I got a story because it hit my house last week. Miss mm. Serenity came down with COVID over the, the weekend before that. Now, mind you, we went through the COVID of 21 uh, when Miss Marcy and my mother-in-law were in the hospital. And I managed to stay out of the hospital. And then we had it again a year later. And Serenity, living in the same house, managed to <laughs> not get sick during both of those. Don't know how, but we did everything we could to protect her right. from that. Well, she was the only one that got sick in this house. So the rever- <laughs> somehow the tides reversed. She got sick. We tested her on code on Monday morning. And she was positive. So Miss Marcy calls the school on Tuesday and asks what the protocol is. Called at 8.15, no answer. Called at 12.15, nobody called her back. Called at 3 o'clock, still nobody called her back. And finally at 3.30, a secretary she got a hold of from a different part of the building says, oh, yeah, we've given your messages to so-and-so, but uh, they haven't called you back? No, it's just about my daughter and COVID, and I need to know what the protocol is. So they had the nurse call back the next morning. And you know what the, ner- the nurse had the nerve to say? Your dad. Call, call the health department. They'll tell you what to do. The school nurse <laughs> had the nerve to say it. that. So... Marcy calls the, school, the health department. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. And to explain to the lady on the phone what she was told by the school nurse. And I guess the lady broke out in hysteric laughing and says, you're kidding me, right? She's like, ma'am, I wish I was kidding you. But no, that was the exact answer from the school nurse at Cuyahoga Falls. How come they don't have a protocol in place? Yeah, that's strange. Good question. Why is the why was there no protocol through this entire? The protocol didn't go away when COVID wasn't the the mainstay in the news back in right. 2020, 2021, and even early 22. Just because it's not on the front page anymore, people think it's gone away. I'm guessing the schools think it's gone away too. So yeah, needless to say, you you were talking. We were talking prior to uh, recording about the the mental state of me and Miss Marcy. You can kind of get an idea of a couple of reasons as to why we just need that break. Uh, but uh, well, I guess she just, had a headache. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, fish. Well, this, I, I guess I'm, is this normal? Just you quarantine? Is you self quarantine for well, like five days or so, and you know, make sure. You know, that's, that's what the Summit County Health Department said. Yeah. Five days from first symptoms, which was Saturday night. She had a headache, mm-hmm. thought it was a migraine, took her migraine medicine. It didn't go away. And then she continually got worse. So when we had her take a test on, I think it was Sunday night or Monday morning, uh, she ended up having a COVID, test positive for COVID. So that's why they, her medicine didn't work. Um, but uh, 
She got through it pretty well. Uh, she was feeling better by Thursday, went to school on Friday, and then went to homecoming on Saturday. So, hmm. um, the only thing I can say to people out there is keep washing your hands, make sure you're staying clean. Don't get in anybody's face. Uh, try to try to keep your distance if you can out in public. I know it's hard, and it's uh, but um, COVID season is upon us, and I guess that's all I wanted to bring up today. Yep. Well, the, the whole hands thing um, has been a problem with me for a while. Uh, as you guys know, my sister has home health aides that come here, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've had some serious problems with some of them. I'm actually about to put some signs up. Uh, be like, listen, when you walk in this door, hit the sanitizer. You take out the garbage, you hit the sanitizer. If you sneeze, please sneeze in your arm. If you sneeze in your hand, please immediately wash your hands or hit the sanitizer. I got one, she just sneezes in her hand, sits back. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I put the sanitizer in there. I go like this, right in her face. You know, I don't give a crap. You're in my house. We're me and my sister are both on the highest acceptable list. You don't have more respect than that. Uh, well, I don't that's something you did. That's something you should have done prior to COVID even existing. Yeah. Ex- thank you. Thank you. You know. Thank you. So uh, we can't get lazy anymore, man. We got to be on top of uh, practice habits that we should have developed, should have already had, like you said, but should have definitely uh, gotten sharper with it because of COVID. Um, people right now are just loosey goosey. They don't care. Um, you don't have to be paranoid, but at least be cautious and have a healthy protocol in your life. You know, a healthy, you know, that you do a healthy practice, you know, uh, clean the hands. Thing is definitely have one a of them. sense of awareness. Yeah. I went last week. I got my, I got my flu and my COVID, uh, shot. So they have a new vaccine out there for this, whatever this new Variant, yeah. I don't know. I got I got them both at the same time, and I was completely fine. Yeah, a, a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, Pam uh, would not answer the phone when I was out, and I'm like, "Huh?" Then I come home and I go in there. She's still sleeping. I'm like, oh, she must be tired. I, excuse me, I left. I don't know if I had to go to rehearsal, work, or whatever. I come back late at night. She's still knocked out, and I said, "Pam, she can hardly speak. I knew she was sick. I'm pretty sure it was COVID." Had the hardest time getting her upstairs to the bed, but we got her up there. But she was there for a week, and uh, I mean, I had to nurse her back to help. I wasn't taking no that you swallow this. I made my juice formula, echinacea. Went and bought elderberry, um, just everything we could, and uh, got her back. But I'm pretty sure she had a little touch of it uh, in the house, and then I felt a little hint of it a week later. So uh, yeah, it's out there, man. We have to be very careful. All right, that it, Skinner? That is it. I'll save my rants for another time. <laughs> okay, all right, everybody. All right, that was our world news. Let's move on to some sports and music. A little lighter subjects, if you will. Um, lighter than World War Three and COVID, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> what a way to come back to the show, right? Wow, yeah. <laughs> How do you top that? Okay. <laughs> You know, Pickett lot, looked, uh, Pickett looked uh, rather adequate, uh, <laughs> maybe. you know. Uh, I, yeah. Well, jeez, <laughs> man. I, okay. 
So back in August, uh, in sports, we were talking. Uh, I know I was talking about show Hard Knocks, which featured the New York Jets, and of course mm. the big buzz was Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets. Boom. Uh, the Jets were highly favored to make some noise in the AFC. Um, they made some noise, all right. Yeah, well, we'd have done a show that uh, Monday, first, uh, that first week of September. Of course, the big noise would have been uh, Aaron Rodgers going down four plays into. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine how heartbreaking that was to the team, the coaches, staff, and the players, uh, and, and the, the fans. Um, that just had to be a kick in the gut. And then to see yourself stuck back with Zach Wilson, who's just not ready yet. Um, but they're 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 putting along. They're uh, they're coming along. So uh, that would have been some news to talk about. We've seen uh, quite a few good players go down. Uh, your Cowboys have taken two pretty big hits. Yeah. Uh, um, they lost the dig. Van Der Esch. Uh, Van down Van Der Esch for for several weeks. So um, that's <laughs> that's all on a defense, a highly rated defense that they don't need to take them big hits. Um. It's like, man, sometimes it just rains and pours. Uh, well, they, they, they lost their quarterback last night, too. He's out <laughs> in space somewhere. Mm. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh, of course, big news a couple of weeks ago was the appearance. Uh, and I'm going to mention it because <laughs> bad. Oh, so, you're going there. Yes, I got to go there. Uh, but Taylor Swift showed up at a Kansas City Chief game. And the media lost their freaking mind. I mean, everything had to be Taylor Swift. Of course, uh, the coverage of the game was ridiculous. Every time Kelsey did something, it was a cutaway to Taylor Swift. It reminds me of the old days back when uh, Bubby Brister played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And every time he did something, there was a cutaway to his mom in the stands. Uh, or Kurt Warner and his wife. Mm. But uh, it, it, it caused a lot of media fart. Uh, mostly just disgusted with it, sick of it. And then there was those who uh, lost it because somebody had the nerve to say they were sick of it. Uh, <laughs> freaking our our good friend Coach Coop, uh, <laughs> by by dear Cassie, man, she lit into me like like flies on a rump roast about it. But uh, that is uh. Two weeks old news now. We didn't see any Taylor Swift last week, so we are grateful for that. So here we are in, what, week six going into in the NFL. We have two undefeated teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Eagles look like a really, really, really good, strong football team. The 49ers look like absolute world beaters. Um, the Jets, I don't the Jets, I'm sorry, the Dolphins. Man, they when when they're on, they are on. I mean, they only have one loss, but they are definitely the fastest team out there. It's like just a bunch of cheetahs running around for them. So if they can stay consistent, they're going to be a team to recognize too. Um, but guys, one thing I want to talk about in the NFL, I saw videos surfacing last year, and now they just seem to be everywhere with very compelling evidence that the NFL is scripted, that it is rigged. and. I, I'm going to talk about some of the videos I saw, but first I want to ask you, do you think there's any legitimacy to that claim whatsoever, Fish? Uh, no. No, I mean, I, no. 
I think that there's, you know, there's definitely calls that go, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's scripted. That's just a short answer. I mean, I, I, I did see something about like the hold call, like the hold penalty is a, is a 10 yard penalty. It could be called on any play. And somebody's theory was that they could call <laughs> that penalty whenever they yes. want to, to change the momentum at any time. And there yes. is some, there is a feel for that. Most certainly. Right. So yeah, without question, it's like, uh, some of the probable calls, probable cause requirements for a police officer in the street. There's so many laws that they have yeah. to give an officer probable cause at any given moment to pull you over. Seatbelt, uh, your lights not being on after 1 a.m. at night, things like that. So that's what that if, cause is like. If it was scripted, listen, if it was scripted, really, if you're it was if the NFL was scripted, you're going to want to make money. Right. So that would be a, certainly a key factor why the NFL would, would write a script to get viewers and everything else. Are you going to tell me if the NFL was scripted that in 20 years plus that they would not have put the freaking Dallas Cowboys in at least an NFC fucking championship game <laughs> in 20 some years? Yes, they would have. They would have put the Cleveland well, Browns. Listen, they would have put the Cleveland Browns well, in a Super Bowl it, because of the fan base and so forth. It's not happening. It's not scripted. I, I saw an amazing, compelling video yesterday that talked about the last 20 years. And it talked about when 9-11 happened and mm-hmm. America needed a hero. And who was that hero off the bench? The new uh, Tom Brady. And he played for who? The New England Patriots. What was passed? The Patriot Act. Okay? And law. And then it went on to talk about what happened when the Katrina, the Hurricane Katrina happened in the flood down in, in Louisiana. Yeah, who, went okay. to, who went to the Super Bowl then? The New Orleans Saints. So it was a really compelling video, man. It goes back hmm. the last 20 years and makes these amazing arguments. I got to find it and send it to you guys to watch. But you'll be like, wow, that makes make you think for a minute so uh it is interesting stuff skinner what do you think man i'm with fisher i don't think there's snowball's chance in hell that they could script what's happened over the last 20 years you know i don't don't know how you can script athletes like that no yeah too big you know as much as i hate to say it fisher's right about that dallas cowboys would be in a nfc championship game in the last 20 years and the Browns, for God's sakes, would be in a Super Bowl, if not one one by now, because of the fan base. Mm-hmm. Not because they deserve to be there. Well, but, but see, but base. see, you guys are assuming the reasons why it will be scripted. They might not those that are in power might not care about those reasons. They might not give a crap about Dallas being the most popular team right. in the world. They might not give a crap about the Browns having such a right. faithful fan base. You know, you could say the same thing in college football, and it happened against Maryland with Ohio State this past weekend. The egregious calls that were put, called against Ohio State, um, trying to halt, especially in the second half, um, the holding calls and everything else that, like you said, they can call a holding penalty on every single play of every single yeah. game. Now, guys, there are NFL players on video. Look it up. NFL former players, popular players, saying that the NFL is scripted. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how you could possibly do that. 
But I believe with all my heart that there's something up, at least with the referees, with all this gambling going on. I, I, I believe with all my heart. With all this money exchanging hands, I saw some, some evidence, especially in college football, it was ridiculous. How a team that was that was up by like 14 points and, and, and running on the field to get a field goal off with two seconds left in the entire game to cover a spread. It was they like covered why? the spread, yeah. yeah there was a things, lot of talk things, about th- that. Yeah, things like that. I think there's something going on in college football NFL that has a lot to do with gambling. It has a lot to do but with the referees. And, uh, has but that a lot narrative to do with... isn't about being scripted. No, no, I, no I, just said, I, just, I know. I said I don't that believe That narrative scripted. is something totally different. And I hope to God that's not happening because. Uh, you know it is. Then we're you know it is. How could you not? Yeah. How could you not know it is? First of all, we have a referee in the NBA that went to prison, got caught doing it. Yeah, right. So how no, can you? I know. Yeah. So it is happening, and uh, I just think right now with a lot of the uh, technology that a lot of things are being brought forth to the light. There's another video from the uh, uh, Commanders Bears game last week. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but a guy had a phone. Standing right behind the coach of the Bears, and he was, yeah, and he was filming the the call sheet. He was right behind the coach, and he had a Washington sticker on the frick or on the thing on his phone, you know. So he knew it was like for a Washington person. But he's aiming his camera at the uh at the play sheet. So I think there's some some, something going on that they, you know, there's some something in the milk that ain't right. Uh, scripted as as. I don't know, man. Guys sacrificing their bodies for years and all. I don't know. I, I, how do you do something like that? So, um, just interesting talk. That's certainly good campfire talk. And uh, we'll keep our eyes on that, man, because everything done in the dark eventually comes to the light. All right. Well, that's what happened last night. It was all scripted. Someone said yeah. we got to have San Francisco <laughs> win by 32 points to cover uh, some crazy spread. Yep. You watch. That's what happened. This is the year. This is the year. The script script is going to come into fruition. And Dallas is going to come back now in the NFC Championship game and defeat the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be like a Dak to uh, Tony Pollard. It's going to be like the fucking Dwight Clark catch. Yeah, right. Uh (laughs) That's it. When you see some of the crazy games that happen, you got to wonder. I mean, my Steelers get mollywhopped by the 49ers in game one. We come back and win a couple. We can't even beat a rookie quarterback and our beloved C.J. Stroud. We put up six points for that whole game, but then yesterday we beat the Ravens to take first place in the AFC North. I can't figure it out, man. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a long season, man. It's going to be a long season. All right. That's that's pretty much it in sports. We got... Uh, Simone Biles tearing it up overseas right now. Uh, baseball is winding down with some of the usual suspects. And uh, yeah, baseball is no interesting. Games. I'm not a big play. I'm not a, a huge uh, baseball fan like Skinner is, but yeah. these playoff games are very compelling. There's a lot of hundred win teams that are on the verge yeah. of getting knocked out of the playoffs. So it's a very interesting playoff ser- uh, uh, series so far. Yeah, fun, yeah, definitely. Um, there was another big story in sports. I can't think of what's going on. But anyway, to come back to me, let's move on to some music, guys. Talk about music. Um, big music news that I was fortunate to be part of, of course, is 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is adding on a new wing. It should be done in 2026. Um, and they have the foundation digging Ground ceremony. Bro- groundbreaking. Ground- groundbreaking, thank you. Groundbreaking mm-hmm. ceremony Thursday. Um, my uncle Sam Moore uh, of Sam and Dave was at the original groundbreaking ceremony in the 90s. He is the only surviving inductee member that was there. Uh, so he was invited wow. to come back last Thursday. Yeah, 87 years of age. Um, and my sister and I were, were, were very fortunate to go up. Part of all of it. It was an amazing day. Um, and we hung out with a lot of, a lot of induct. Uh, you know, Gina Shock and Charlotte Caffey from the Go-Go's. Uh, the great Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas. Also a Falcon Crest fame. Um, David Spiro, uh, manager of Michael Stanley Band and Joe Walsh and um, uh, uh, Kim, Kim, Kim Cease uh, from uh, Bo Diddley Band. Person. And also the amazing Martha Reeves from Martha and the Vandellas, who I had a lot of fun talking to. She's a wild character. And uh, hopefully maybe we'll add some of the pictures or whatever to, to our video pot, uh, uh, show. But um, the Rock Hall of Fame is added I want to ask you guys, have you been there at all? And then I'm going to tell you what this wing's all about here real quick. So, this is a statement from them. Uh, rock and roll has always pushed the envelope. Now we are going even further, a groundbreaking expansion of our museum designed by world-renowned architect from PAU, P-A-U, will bring our vision for a new state-of-the-art addition to life. The dramatic project will channel the energy of rock and roll, pay homage to the existing uh, IM Pay building and amp up beautiful lakefront location. It will provide mm-hmm. indoor event and performance space to experience the power of live rock and roll, a breathtaking entry experience worthy of rock and roll, much needed spaces to expand the number of students served. Additional areas for community to gather and connect. A student center for visitors to experience our archives. So hmm. I didn't hear anything in that that sounded groundbreaking or innovative, like some of the things they've done at the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. But we'll wait and see. This sounds like you're making more space. Have you guys been to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And what's your thoughts on it, Skinner? I have never stepped foot in a place, to be truthful. Hmm. Right? So it's one of those things I've not gotten to. And you would think that I don't know why, you know, as much as, as important as music is in my life, right? Uh, I don't go an hour without listening to just some kind of song from somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I've never been there, and uh, I need to make that change. Um, I my cousin was in town this past summer, and that was one of his bucket items was, was to go to the Rock and Hall of Fame and. He said it was fantastic. You could have could have gone there another day just because of all the history and everything that's there. So, uh, yeah. congratulations to Uncle Sam Moore, uh, you know, for being a part of that um, groundbreaking and all those. Nice. Uh, can't imagine how you felt being part of that uh, experience. Um, had to be a thrill for you, uh, big thrill, with your big music thrill. career. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I need to change thrill. that. Big thrill. I needed to. Uh, hanging around those people, it was uh, like what you hear people say when they meet some of these legends. 
it was just hanging around like anybody. You know, in the conversations, mm-hmm. I'm just in the conversations they were having, just like we talk about people we know or whatever. They were having the same kind of conversations, except they were talking about famous people. Oh, right. did you hear, hear what happened with Sting and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and he called me, and I'm just listening to all this. Like, you know, they're just people. They're just normal people, man. Um, extraordinarily talented, but uh, it was really, really cool. They were, you know, yeah, I'll take a picture. You know, give me a hug. You know, shot gave me a kiss. Michelle Phillips sat on my sister's lap and started reading her palm. I, they were just really, really awesome. Made us feel very, very welcome. So uh, your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Uh, well, first of all, I, I did a groundbreaking. It was for a famous podcast uh, from Akron Barber Museum. I had a little garden shovel uh, this past Sunday. Did, yeah, did oh, a yeah. groundbreaking <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's like in a you know, three by five uh, area in the Kenmore here. It's, well, we'll share more details uh, yeah, as, as sure. they come as they come available. I have been in the Hall of Fame a couple of times. It's been a while. Um, I did take Peyton up when she was uh, younger. That was a great day we shared together. I, yeah, the exhibits are, there's a lot of very interesting exhibits. Um, you know, the handwritten lyrics and different things. I I, yeah. I saw one exhibit up there was like, uh, you know, it had, they had the glasses that John Lennon was wearing when he was killed. You saw the blood on it. It was just like very powerful. Wow. Oh, man, oh, man. So you see those traveling exhibits every so often up there, which is very interesting. Uh, for me personally, I'd like to see them showcase the those that are in the hall more. There's like a video that you see which honors them and everything and has a like cool wall with like their, you know, it looks like their autographs lit up and stuff like that. That's kind of neat, but I'd love to see something similar to like the 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 football hall of fame where you could look up somebody and look up their credentials and see something about them or yeah. whatever. I don't know that they really have that up there, or even a bust yeah, or sure. something. Something like that, I think would be it would be nice to enhance it more. But it is interesting. It is a piece of history. I'm glad to hear that they're doing some type of expansion. Uh, hopefully it's worthwhile. And it is nice for the city of Cleveland, certainly, to bring in tourists and everything else up there. So, yeah, yeah we should we should plan a day and go up there and check it out with Skinner. But uh, yeah, it's That'd definitely cool. it's definitely something to see, you know. Yeah, uh, it depends on what day you go. You have to want to. They have a, a indoor stage facility. Um, they let a lot of local, uh, well, I should say, lesser known bands play. Actually, my band was even offered to play up there by the old manager, who's no longer there right now. But uh, we could catch it when music is being played live up there. It's a really lively atmosphere. Yeah, um, they have some amazing food places inside there. Um, the merch shop is huge, and uh, and find out cool. So I got uh, some really cool stuff. Um, one of my shirt, Miles Davis. Uh, I don't want it to get. Uh, I won't pull everything out, but just some really cool stuff they had up there. Uh, choose like a wham shirt there you go yeah 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 yeah. yep all right i thought the keychain pretty amazing i love the keychain they had different ones like records and then i thought this one was very very cool uh what is it so you just you know some people are just uh, listening yeah that's right i'm sorry it it has the rock and roll hall of fame logo in the middle in a white circle and the actual silhouette of it is somebody with headphones on Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah. 
Very, very cool shape design. Very, very cool. And of course, I saved this legendary bill that my aunt got with all the merch we set up on the, the counter. Uh. They charged her one cent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, wow, really? Okay, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing this expansion and see what it's all about. And uh, yeah, we should There's go up there. Next summer we should fun. do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially now, I know the management up there uh, might maybe drop a name and get us a little bit of preferential treatment. Who knows? We'll we'll give it a shot. Right. Okay. Uh, also in music, uh, we have a couple of new recordings uh, been released. Winger has put out a new recording, and it's not bad. Anybody, that's, have you heard it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's, I've it's, heard a few songs off of it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was actually very surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would have said in high school I'm excited for New Winger, even in high school. But uh, Tell me about yeah, it. But now it's like, hey, it's pretty good. He's whole, yeah, he sings yeah. well. There's a good band around him. It's, yeah, what the heck? I heard the, I heard the first song was She's Only 73. So, <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's a pretty good song. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. That's all I got in sports and music. Let's get some pop culture. Uh, hey, real quick before you jump out of music, are you guys at all Shinedown fans like I am? The band Shinedown? Um, not, th- not that familiar, Fred personally. And the gang. Hold on a minute. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's who I'm thinking of right now. Let me be sure that's who it is. They oh, have some... I I came across an album last week, uh, a song last week at the gym, and I was like, "Who the heck is this?" And it was Shine Down, and I just downloaded the album, and it is some of the most incredible music I have ever heard. Oh, that's and, Amaryllis. That's yes. when, that's one of their best albums they've from, ever made. From, yeah, I I just discovered it uh, a couple of weeks ago at the gym, and I cannot stop listening to it. Absolutely amazing. Your redheaded nieces, the little Skinners, will be able to sing. That album, word for word, hmm. every song on that album, <laughs> That's on Amaryllis. Okay. Anyway, awesome. the reason I ask is there is uh, they've got a new album that just came out in 2023. Wow. Okay. And um, I absolutely fell in love with a couple songs, and I'm trying to get to the album. I apologize. Uh, albums. So. Anyway, this one song is called Symptoms of Being a Human. Mm. Look up that song. Look up the lyrics. It is one of the most incredible songs I've heard in quite a long time from a message standpoint. Okay. The lyrics, is, the lyrics blew me away the first time I heard them. And again, I'm a Shinedown fan, so I might be a little, some may say I'm a little biased. But I didn't hear the song until a week before I went to their concert here a few weeks ago at uh, Blossom. I didn't even know they had a new album out. So I listened to a few songs and I went, holy hell. The album is called Planet Zero. Hmm. And I have listened to it from start to finish. And it's a fantastic album for being, I think it's their seventh studio album. Uh, but a symptom of being human, and then there's also another one called uh, Daylight, that are two of the best songs on that album. 
check them out. I re- highly recommend them. I know you're going to get into a recommendation thing, but I thought I'd yeah. tie it in with the music. I'll definitely no, check them out when I get to the gym. But that song, Symptom of Being a Human, every time I listen to it, it gives me goosebumps. And it's the message that this song gives. All right. Well, anyway, I'll get back sorry. to you on that. That's all right. Okay. Yeah, please do. Let me know what you think. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll do. I need to listen to something besides the uh, 70s and 80s. I can't seem to get out of still. So, yeah, that'll be a, a good opportunity I'm to do I'm still in there a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the 70s I'm, and 80s. I'm my, constantly in there. Constantly. <laughs> my constantly. dad yelled at me on a golf trip. He goes, you still listen to that rock and roll shit? Because <laughs> I had W-O-N-E on the radio station all the way up to up to Toledo. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Dad, that's what I grew up with. Remember? He goes, yeah, I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. Got to do that 80s. <laughs> Yep. All right. Well, we've been we've been out of long. So it's probably you know there's tons of stuff that you maybe you've you know, listened or watched or whatever. Does anything yeah. anything recent anything recent you want to recommend in uh, in the Gen X uh, recommendations here? You know, movies, shows, anything? Oh, yeah. Keith, anything Absolutely, in particular? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I've had a great list going here. Um, First of all, on Netflix, if you want a good old-fashioned uh, murder, lust, deceit, betrayal uh, movie, uh, this movie was done in 2002, or, I'm sorry, 2020, it's called Fatal on Netflix. I did see that. Oh, man, fantastic movie. It stars yeah. Hillary Really, Hillary Swank and Michael Ely. Michael Ely is actually the nephew of a dear friend of the families. He mm. comes to Akron and Canton home for like family reunions and funerals. And uh, the the movie is just outstanding. Uh, man, a lot, a lot of, of twists and turns. Yeah, twists yeah, and turns a lot of in that. And yeah. Turn. yeah, it'll make your head spin around with the twists and turns. Like what? Yeah, yeah I, and uh, yeah, yep. Fantastic, fantastic ending. I won't say much about it. Uh, Michael E. Lee is a him and his partner, uh, Mike Coulter, who also played in. Um, he was in. Uh, uh, he was uh, Luke Cage. He played Luke yes. Cage. If That's you right. ever seen the Luke Cage series, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they they're they start their own sports agency, and they're hugely successful. They make a lot of money. Uh, uh, his partner wants to sell out to this other. Uh, conglomerate, but he doesn't. He wants to stay independent because of all the hard work they've done. And he's married to this beautiful woman. They live in this amazing house, but uh, she's always leaving for work, not knowing when she's going to be back. He suspects she's cheating on him. So he goes to a, a bachelor party in Vegas and meets Hillary Swank. And they end up having a one night stand. And um, he goes back home, and I guess he's feeling guilty about cheating on his wife after he suspected her cheating, and he just tries to draw closer to her, and one night they're in the bed making love, and he hears a noise, and he go- looks, and there's a burglar in the house that attacks him, and uh, he barely makes the bur- burglar run off. He doesn't die. He almost gets killed, and uh, I won't tell you any more after that because the, the next thing that happens after that will blow your mind. So check it out, Skinner. I know you and Marcy will love this kind of movie. It's called Fatal on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got it written. I'm going to write it down right now. Yeah, you're going to you're going to be just like what? <laughs> Trust me, man. It's good. So Sounds um, good. yeah, it's real good. Um, also, I tell you what, man. The Star Wars franchise has done very little that I don't like. 
uh, lately, especially the Mandalorian. Just love it. Fantastic. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan, fantastic. But I don't think anything is as good as they have, they have hit a home run with Ahsoka. If you mm. have not watched the Ahsoka series, oh my gosh, just absolutely beautiful, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dawson, what's her first name again? Uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario. Yeah. She is just amazing in this role, man. Talk about somebody born to play a role. Yeah. The, the, the characters, I just can't say enough about how awesome this series is. I almost cried when I got to the last episode. Yeah. So have you watched it off? Uh, I did. I watched the whole series. Yeah. And they're really setting well, up the, it's supposed to set up uh, future movies. Uh, yeah. What they say. So yeah. yeah What'd you think? Well What'd done. you think? Yeah. Well done. I, I didn't, was so I wasn't well a rebels. I didn't watch rebels or clone wars and I get not against See, it. I never got that's why it was really good for me. Cause I watched the rebel yeah. cartoon. But you don't need to necessarily. You don't need you know to. What I'm you don't need you to. just know but the they character, it. yeah. yeah. So it was. I, I agree. It's well done. The, the visuals, the, the the acting, the the fighting, everything was. Yeah, the visuals very, are amazing, especially the star whales. I mean, who would think of that? Yeah. Whales that travel, you know, at warp speed through space. That was just yeah. absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and usually it's when they they create characters <laughs> and then they make cartoons of the characters. This was different. They had cartoon characters. That they brought to to light this time, right. and I thought that was absolutely fascinating. They nailed it. Uh, only difference is Ahsoka in the uh, Rebels cartoon is more of a teenager. Um, of course, Rosario Dawson isn't, but still, this is in the latter. Uh, the Anakin appearance, all that was just absolutely phenomenal. So check that out. And um, I had one more, but I'll let the let uh, Skinner go. Oh, nice of you. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> but it was mighty white of you. So I'm not sure the last time we talked if I made mention of the t- the show Suits. Yes, it was one of my USA fav- original. One of my favorite series they, ever. They went over to Netflix, and then the last season was on Peacock. I finished it during his, since our last time we were on the air. Awesome, and man. I tell you what, that is. Up there, it's one of my favorite series of all time. It is one of the um, best ever. And the way they closed out this series was pretty phenomenal too, especially with uh, Lewis Litt. He's probably he probably made that show. He was a unique character, if, wasn't he? If you ask me, he made the show, and what <laughs> how, he had me laughing at the very last episode, like he had never had me laugh through the entire thing. Uh, so. If you haven't seen Suits, you've got to watch it. It's a great series. It starts on Netflix. The last season is on Peacock. Yeah. Um, I finally got around to watching Air. Mm, the Michael yeah. Jordan movie. Yeah, great movie. If That is a fantastic movie. All-star cast. Um, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, you, come on. You, oh, it's on Amazon on, Prime. Please, you, no, that, I, yeah, I it's on Amazon that. Prime. You have to watch it. I will watch that one. I, w- I made a mistake of, and I shouldn't say this on the air because there's probably people at my work that listen to the show, but I was riveted for the entire time while watching the show during work hours. <laughs> the movie was that you good. You didn't say yeah. that, folks. <laughs> I didn't say that, but no, the movie's fantastic. Um, uh, Matt Damon was incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
um, what's his name? Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Say what you will about the guy. He is a genius when it comes to directing and producing movies because he was the producer of this one. I'm a huge they Affleck fan. They absolutely nailed it from the scenery to the cinematography to everything in that movie. They all going back to the time frame with all the nostalgia. I, I can't talk it up enough. If you're a Michael Jordan fan or even a basketball or sports fan, you understand the story, but you get a little bit of more of the insight cool. of the story by watching this movie. I, I got one more for uh, you, Fish. But you don't, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I got no. two more, and then I'll let you okay. go back to it. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. It's also on Prime. It's a military movie. It's yeah. about uh, a guy and his interpreter. Um, they... They get hurt out in the field. The interpreter goes through hell to get this American to safety overseas and then goes into hiding because the uh, the Al-Qaeda is trying to find this guy to kill him. And I won't do too much, but the movie's pretty phenomenal. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in this one. And then the last one, another military, but this actually has to do with the the what happened going into Afghanistan. It's called shock and all another all-star cast. Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Um, I, hmm. I know it's only one name because the rest of them are alluding me, but it was an all-star cast of shock and all. Um, I think that one was also on prime Just look up uh, the Afghan, how the Afghan conflict became right after nine 11 had a lot of flashbacks to 9-11 and the just things leading up the weeks past it to the baseball going back to George Bush throwing the first pitch in New York Stadium and a lot of stuff that makes you go back and go, wow, I can't believe that's been 20-some years ago. But it's a yeah. fantastic movie as well. Cool. Uh, I came across a series on Netflix uh, just for the heck of it, and I could not stop watching it. I never seen anything like it. I thought it was something just newly created. And then next thing I know, weeks later, I seen they got the cartoon version, the actual cartoon version of the actual show. I'm like, wow, it takes a little more liberty, a little more long winded than the, the show, the real live show. And I'm like, I saw a girl at the gym who had a tattoo from the show on her body. And I mentioned, I said, I just started watching that. I'm like, this is a pretty interesting. She's like, there's a whole series that's been going on for years. I had no idea. But man, it is funny. It is action. It is a little sci-fi. It's called The One. I started watching that too, Keith. Yeah, yeah pretty. It's, I've it's never like a seen graphic novel like or something, right? I think yeah. it's a graphic novel it's based on. But yeah, the visual, it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah and, and, and the, the, ma- the main yeah. character is about as unique as it's come. His name is Laffy D. Monkey. And it's this kid who wants to be king of the pirates. But not the kind of pirates you're used to seeing. And when I see him throw a punch and his arm stretched 20 feet like Mr. Fantastic, I went, whoa, what am I watching here? And of course, it just got crazy after that. But check out the One Piece. You want to see something different. Now, the One Piece. The One Piece. Yeah, yeah man. It is, it's a combination of comedy, sci-fi, and whoa. Man, if you are a John Wick fan, watch The Continental on Peacock. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh my yeah, god! I heard about that. Whoa. I haven't seen it, but I heard about it. Man, you talk about some hardcore violence and a great show. Won't stop. Be, won't be able to stop watching it, man. There's only like 
three, two or three episodes out so far. I think the third one, the fourth was out this week. Absolutely awesome, man. There's a guy in there that make John Wick look like a freaking Girl Scout. He is one rough, tough customer, man. I mean, just blowing guys' brains out. And then uh, uh, I also stumbled across an amazing show on uh, Max called Gangs of London. One of the best, yes. ser- one of the best series ever made, man. I love it. Uh, Cole Meany, who played uh, uh, what's his name? He was the chief engineer on. Uh, he was on Star Trek Next Gen for a while. Then he Space Nine. Uh, chief O'Brien. He's the head gangster uh, in London, and he gets murdered in the first episode. Now his son takes over, and he also had a business partner who was his best friend, and. They order all the heads of the gangs to meet in the back room the day of the funeral. And the son, who is just angry, all he cares about finding out who kills his dad. He tells all the heads of all the gangs, nobody better not sell another drug until my dad's killer is found. And, you know, these people are from different countries and whatever. And they're all like, you know, this kid's hothead. He doesn't understand business. And he's going to run this business in the ground. So they all hate him. He doesn't trust them. I love the show because it's like black and white mix. The the there's black people that are part of the mob family with them. Um, they love each other's family, and it is some of the toughest violence you ever want to see, man. It is a rough, but it is one of the best things since The Godfather that I've ever. Seen when it comes to gangs, so check it out, Gangs of London. That's sure. two months worth. Okay, <laughs> very good. All right. Well, just just a couple quick here. I watched a movie over the weekend. This is a do on Amazon Prime. You can find it. Totally killer. So this is a, it's like a serial killer. It's like a slasher movie slash comedy uh, and sci-fi kind of all mixed into one. So basically the, it's, you know, we're Gen X. So it definitely has a lot of retro stuff here. Uh, Stars uh, Kiernan Shipka. You might remember her as the daughter in Mad Men. Very good. The blonde, you know, the. Didn't ever watch that. Yeah, very good series, by the way. Julie Bowen was in this. She was the mom from Modern Family. You you know who she is and a few yeah, other folks as well. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, so the concept of it, real quick, is a, a, a time machine is built to travel back in time to the year 1987 to try to stop a serial killer from killing people back then who has not oh, yeah, carried on I killing see that a little today. Bit. Okay. And they're just out in the open with it. It makes zero sense. How can you make a time machine? It doesn't matter. It works. They go back in time. So you got the whole 80s vibe and feel and nostalgia and stuff like that mixed with all the dark comedy. And it is there's some legit slasher movie feel to it and scenes and all that stuff. So a lot of fun. It's like an hour 45. I watched it over the weekend, and I did enjoy that. So if you want something... You know, fun for Halloween. Go check out Totally Killer on Amazon Prime. Um, I picked up Loki Season 2. I saw the first episode of that. Very interesting and fun. So if you're a Loki fan, Season 1, go check that out. That is on Disney+. Plus. That started streaming last week. Keith already talked about Ahsoka. I started watching The the Walking Dead as a new series on AMC, Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. So Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead series has now traveled over to Paris. He got the boat, apparently, washed up in Paris, so he's over there. It's a whole new adventure, a whole different feel. So if you like Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead, go check out Walking Dead, 
Daryl Dixon on AMC and AMC Plus. And one I did watch that I do not recommend, but I want to mention it to you. I saw Morgan Freeman in a movie. I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. Richard be good, right? <laughs> Awful, terrible, ridiculous. Uh, Morgan Freeman, hey, bless his heart. Everybody needs a paycheck every so often. That is on Amazon Prime as well. Very strange, bizarre movie. I thought it was going to be better than it was. And not one I would necessarily recommend. Ritual Killer is one of the most bizarre endings of a movie really? that I've seen in some time. So just from a curiosity factor, if you're into that sort of, you, know, you could check it out. But uh, yeah, I don't necessarily recommend Ritual Killer. Plus, it also has a guy, the guy that's in uh, Yellowstone, like the bodyguard guy, you know, the guy with the beard. He's yeah. in this with Morgan Freeman. I thought, okay, it's got to be something decent. That, right. No. no, I was uh, sorely disappointed in that. So, um, okay. And it's a little bit of pop culture news real quick here, guys. So, number one movie in the box office this past weekend, the Exorcist sequel uh, debuted, Exorcist Believer. This is a direct sequel to the original movie. So, they brought back the mom, who is Ellen Bernstein. So, I guess the concept is, uh, you know, a couple of people have their kids possessed. They don't know where to turn. And the only person they know where to turn is uh, somebody that they do had it happen to her with her daughter in the movie. So they seek out Hel- uh, Ellen Bernstein. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, it's interests me. I don't know. What, I'm going to necessarily run to the theater to see it. I am a fan of the original Exorcist movie. But uh, yeah, number one. It made uh, globally $45.1 million over the past weekend. Something you guys are interested in? I know that. I don't know if Keith, if you're into that sort of thing or not, but uh, I know Skinner, I know we've, we, we saw Ab- The Exorcist together. So Absolutely <laughs> not. You know it better than that. You guys better leave that movie alone, man. <laughs> yeah, Skinner, do you, plan, on, do you plan to see The Exorcist Believer, the sequel? Yes, I'd like to see it. I, you know, I love the first movie. I can't imagine I won't like the second one. All right, well, maybe we'll plan a we'll plan a, a, a theater viewing, perhaps. So okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just talking about Marcy. Marcy, we were going to the store today. We hadn't been to the movie theater since Christmas time last year. Oh, so gee we're whiz! Overdue. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You already talked about Travis Kelsey ridiculousness with uh, Taylor Swift. There's a new bar, but Barbara made a lot of news over the summer. I know we definitely did work in an episode in. We talked about the success of the Barbie movie for sure. It was one of the most successful movies mm-hmm. in some time, one of the most successful ever, frankly. Um, so it's, you know, the Barbie doll is gaining some popularity again. Uh, there's a new Barbie doll that's, uh, that's just being released. Uh, modeled after a famous singer, and it's sold out already. A Stevie Nicks Barbie doll based on how Stevie looked on the cover of Rumors, right? So obviously Stevie Nicks had to, you know, get permission and everything else to do this. And so it was just released and sold out already. Um the she's one of the few music giants to have their own Barbie. This is uh, some trivia for me. Other uh, artists that's uh, had a Barbie or Ken 
you know, type doll modeled after them, Tina Turner, David Bowie, Elton John, and Elvis Presley. And now Stevie Nicks has a as a Barbie doll. We got a ways to go, guys, before we have a Barbie. It came from Gen X Barbie line. So we're striving for that. Maybe the maybe the museum, the podcast museum will be uh you know, maybe Boy, it's start. They, they're gonna there'll be some ugly dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, AI is becoming more and more prominent. Oh, you know, my you see gosh, there's yes. more and more AI oh stuff boy. in the news. Yeah. Um, I listened to 60 Minutes uh, this past weekend. Go, go, by the way, go check that out. There's some very fascinating stories on 60 Minutes, including the godfather of AI talking about the, you know, his fear of that it could. It's so crazy. When you hear stuff, it's like it could be self-aware someday, and you got now's the time to really get in and regulate this thing, and it's all kinds of crazy stuff. How about leave it alone? You know, this year's football schedule was made by AI. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, more and more, more, but it is also, now that it's becoming more prominent with the technology, et cetera, you got to be more uh, leery of scams that are out there so tom hanks has come out this past week and said hey there's an ai me out there talking about a dental plan it is not me i am not tied to this whatsoever but if you look at this thing here it's it's tom hanks talking about this dental plan and it's not him so scott you can't trust at first glance if it's a if it's a a famous figure or what you got to pay attention uh, with what's out there more and more so with the the ever-growing AI technology. So we're, we're working on AI technology, Keith, uh, to train for uh, Skinner's uh, outros. You know, we're, <laughs> we haven't quite got there yet, but uh, we're, we're teaching it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. We're teaching it, yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. There's so much happened over the last couple of months here. The, uh, the Hollywood writers strike did finally come to an end. So a deal was yes. made and the writers, you know, literally got everything that they wanted. So they have a, they got a pay raise. Right. They're going to have some protections against AI because they did not want to have AI technology used to train. Uh, you know, so you can't take scripts. I'm a writer. You can't take scripts that I wrote and use it to train AI technology yeah. and say, write a script for the It Came From exactly. Gen X podcast no, or something so like that. Hear it. Uh, and they also have some extra monetization for streaming services and everything else, which is which is good. Now, on the flip side of that, some people are saying, well, if now the writers are going to make more money, you may have less content in general. And sooner or later, you might see some increases in streaming that the general consumer has to pay. Uh, but the hope is that maybe the content that's out there, while it might be less, might be higher quality versus just so many new things out there that were eh, you know, hit and miss and maybe almost too much content out there. So just a quick opinion from you guys here. How do you think, as the general consumer, that the the writers' uh, uh, you know New Deal may impact us? Are you worried about paying more in streaming, for instance? Are you worried about paying more, maybe to go to the movies, or 
is a trade-off good if that's what happens, if we're getting higher quality production and writing and everything else? Keith, what do you think? I got mixed feelings about this because we want higher quality. I just don't see how it's going to be higher quality. So to agree to a price hike, I mean, isn't it high enough already? We're being nickel and dime to death as uh, I had to tell Spectrum to shove it today. Why am I paying a $200 bill a month and a freaking stream everything mm. anyway? Hey, I, right. I don't need this. Keep it. Uh, oh, you want to talk to a, a, a bill representative to lower your bill? No, take your bill and shove it. I, I, why am I doing it anyway? You know, there's nothing on regular TV that I need. You know, all my football is being screened. All the shows I watch are, are on one of the streaming networks. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm glad to see the writers got everything they wanted. I'm glad to see them get protected. Um, a lot of great projects that we've been waiting for were put on hold because of the strike. Um, some of them are not going to get done at all. You can't just pick up and continue. They got scraps, which really stink. Uh, but I, I don't understand why it will take a price hike for this better quality. I don't understand why that comes into play. It sounds like it hasn't it, been announced yet. So just yeah, to just be sounds, fair, but they say it, that it, could be coming, though. It sounds like an excuse to me. To just mm. hike up the price. Could be. Skinner, what do you think? It ought to be quality work, period. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah, you talk about quality work in Hollywood, yet they keep remaking movies from <laughs> 25, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And you're wanting to want me to spend more money because writers are getting paid more? Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't say that. And we're getting fast and the furious 40. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I agree. The writers should get their share. You know, the movies don't happen without the writers. The TV shows don't happen without the writers. I get all that. But I don't want to see a movie I watched 30 years ago with younger kids that weren't even born at the time the original movie came out. It doesn't interest me. Mm -hmm. How many times have we seen that over the last 15 years? A lot. They were making It's a Wonderful Life. That's the truth, which is uh, yes. ridiculous. Sad. Yeah. I'll never watch it. It's a classic. Let it go. <laughs> yes. It's perfect so, as it is. So I guess to answer your question, uh, I have mixed feelings like Keith does, but I'm not going to pay more to see the same things I keep watching. Uh, but if you're going to make me pay more, the quality better be there. That's all I, that's all I can say. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, they're definitely going to probably price out some people who's going to get tired of, or maybe at least they're going to whittle down what the what the streaming service. It's it's in a weird way they're almost recreating the cable model with the streaming services. If you think about it, so they're trying to put the quality shows on the plus crap, make us pay for that, and what you get on regular network television. There's still good stuff there. Yeah, but are well, they going to keep investing more in the, in the network stuff and, you know, that you can get, for the, quote, unquote, for free? Words that you said, quality shows. We don't have enough of those. And if you want to have better quality and keep the price down, what you need to start doing is start letting some of these unknown writers start approving some of these scripts 
some of these unique yeah. minds out there instead of sure. keeping these same people like Skinner's talking about who are regurgitating stuff. Why don't you give some of these new writers a break, you know, and give come up with some new ideas, some new things that we haven't seen before. So somebody who's got a different uh, frame of mind and things like that, you know, we're getting the same thing uh, over and over and over again because of the lack of creativity. But you want to charge more for it and call it quality, whatever. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. But one thing they are regurgitating that I think is good. It's very strange to see this in the headlines as well. Um, there's going to be this this November a new Atari 2600. Have you heard about this? I, no, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a model of the original Atari 2600. Uh, it's a smaller model. It looks just like the original. It has an HDMI connection though to plug into your television. Uh, same type of joysticks, same original paddles, and it will play all your old 2600 cartridges and also Atari 7800 cartridges, which I never had that. But I still have a, all my original Atari 2600 cartridges. They're still out there. Collect, And there's actually a new Atari 2600 game that's being released as well, like Run Jump Man or something like that. So. <laughs> Uh, it does come with a cartridge, I think, with like 10 or so preloaded classic games and so forth. So I have my original Atari, but to get to run through a, to a normal television is quite complicated because of the connections and that type of thing. And the, it's just not a clean, easy adapter to do that. So I'm interested in this. I think it's a good Christmas idea for me personally, just for the whole you know, retro and be able to plug it in as an HDMI connection to your, to your television. I'm excited for this, and uh, it's something I want. Keith, do you have any interest in a new Atari 2600? Or, nope, let it go, and let those days have passed you by. As much as I love that game, as much as it's such a huge part of my childhood, I have no interest in playing those games again whatsoever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It does not appeal to me at all. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just not nostalgic for it. I loved it. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I'd rather play something, you know, modern than, you know, asteroids or <laughs> I just, <laughs> they're, they're, I can't think of one game that I'm like, God, I'd love to play that again for old time's sake. Not a one, not a single wow. one. So, yeah, this doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, man, man. I mean, I love the game. God bless them. I'm sure a lot of people will appreciate it. And that's great. It's just that appeal to me. What's mm. Skinner, what do you think? I wish I could say yes, but I just don't have the time. Yeah. You know, we bought the the PS4 or whatever the hell we have here. Yeah. And I haven't played that thing in a year and a half when we since we bought it. So I love the retro games. As much as you do, and you know, having a clean way to put it on your TV is fascinating to me. Because uh, I'll come over and play your game system; it gives me a reason to to make some time to do that. But um, I think it's a cool, fantastic Gen X thing to do is to bring this thing out and uh, allow us to play our childhood games. On these big screens, we had the little tiny screens about this mm-hmm. big, the little thirteen-inch 
black and white TVs that we could plug our stuff into. Now yep. we've got these that, giant. That, that's an interesting point. Yeah, you got these giant TVs that we can watch, and with all of the graphics and all that. Not that these games have graphics, but to see the little asteroids game from here to the big screen TV, I think that would be pretty cool. And here, absolutely. Yeah. And what's nice about those games, too, as we know, you can play a game in 15 minutes and be done because you can't get that far. You know what I mean? Unless you're you're just (laughs) going nuts, you know, and racking up a crazy high score. There's no completion. None of those games, right. none of those games on the Atari Twist, you know, very, very few of them anyway, that you actually complete. It was like, it's just a couple. There's a few, you know, anyway. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, this week at Pop Culture History, there's a couple of things here that we're shooting this on Monday, October the 9th. Uh, today, back in 1986, was the launch of the fourth television network, Fox. Uh, it seems like it maybe was longer ago. I don't know, or maybe wow. not. I don't know, but uh, you know that was uh, quite the thing for the Fox Company to debut. And obviously, we know some of the original shows back then. The Simpsons, or not, not even the Simpsons, the Tracy Ullman show, Married with Children. There was a few risque mm-hmm. type shows that uh, came out back then. And obviously, the Simpsons went on to have their own show and a lot of. Yeah, they had a lot of animated shows that were quite successful, uh, as we know, uh, throughout the years. So just any give me a give me one or two of your favorite Fox original series that's that uh, ever came out. Does any come to mind, Keith? Uh, was it in Living Color on there? Yes. Yeah, that, yes, that, that would have to be my favorite. Um, it took the Saturday Night Live format to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I I could not laugh hard enough when that first came out. Um, some of the geniuses that sprung from that great show, show. the, the yeah. great Jim Carrey, uh, the Wayans brothers who went on to yes. dominate comedy and movies. Uh, particularly uh, uh, what's the ball headed one? Um, Damon. Damon Wayans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, men on film. I mean, that was outrageous. Oh, yeah. Two snaps up. Oh, yeah, man, so I don't good. know if you could. You probably couldn't even do that today. You so know? many characters, uh, yeah. Yeah, so many. Homie the Clown, yeah. Fire Marshal Bill. Um, that's the one that sneaks out to me. I, I, I'll never forget that. <laughs> and watching, Waiting every week for that to come on, man. It was one of just the, the greatest. And, of course, I remember I was a huge Tracy Ullman fan. I got her humor. I thought she was very funny. I was like, what is this Simpsons stuff? It was outrageous, you know, with this little clip on her show. Went on to become the longest-running series, you know, in history. And so did yeah. Married with Children. It was Married Children broke records as the longest running comedy series as well. So uh, a lot of good stuff came out of it. Very good. Skinner, any favorite Fox shows? Uh, I got two of them. The X-Files is one of them. Oh, yeah. I was a big X-Files fan. Yeah. Oh, my and gosh, I, yes. Good wait. And uh, you took my Spiel within Loving Color, but Married with Children. I watched that show when it first came out. I couldn't wait for the next week. Um, it, it, would, it would get killed today with all the snowflakes that are out there. Yeah. Um, but this, this show was fun. It was a comedy show. You didn't take it seriously. Uh, it was just fun. I don't know how yeah. else to put it. But, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer but yeah. Lopez came from that show. She was a fly girl. J-Lo, yeah, she's one of the Yes. Right. But in Living Color, 
that was that was a fresh new thing from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I was never a huge Saturday Night Live fan. I, I'm not I'm not as big a fan as, as as Fish is, but I enjoyed the content. There was a lot of great comedians. A lot of people came from Saturday Night Live. But in retrospect, there's been a lot of people that came from In Living Color, the Wayman, the Wayan brothers, Jim Carrey, uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, Tommy, like da- Tommy, said, Tommy uh, Davis. Yeah, Tommy's Tommy Davison. I mean, there's so uh, many people who came Greer. out of there. Greer, forget his first name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they all had come out to have great careers off to that show. So, yeah. And one, one of the earliest shows on Fox 2 that I love, remember the Gary Shandling show? Oh yeah, yes, great, great yeah. show. Yep. He, he was great. Yeah, they 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 were putting stuff on the air. It was just like yeah, I couldn't believe at the time. Like this is actually on a network mm-hmm. station. It was like wow. Like Married with Children was so risque back then. <laughs> My now God, it's yeah. like ah, eh, you know, whatever. It may not hold up as that great, but uh, and then of course the Simpsons. I also liked uh, Mad TV. Mad TV, they put out uh, there yeah. to sort of compete with uh, Saturday Night Live at the time. And there was a uh-huh. lot of good characters that, uh, and, and yeah. uh, actors that came out of that uh, series for a while there, too. So I was a pretty... But yeah, Living Color Kid, I, was, I watched that religiously. It was like Sunday yeah. nights or something, I want to say that that was oh, on. Yeah. I, I, I tuned in for that, for sure. But... Uh, Okay, and then uh, ironically, you mentioned Saturday Night Live uh, Skinner on uh, the 11th of October in 1975. SNL debuted with the original uh, okay. season, so you know we could talk about SNL for a while there too. A favorite, uh, you know, so many people, like you say, come out of that uh, over the years and characters oh, and man. movies and everything else. So yeah, so much good stuff. Uh, kind of tied to Uncle Sam a little bit, Keith. One of my favorite SNL-based movies ever was the Blues Brothers that uh, were born on oh, Saturday okay. Night Live that went on to yeah. make the movie back in 1980. One of my favorite comedies of all time and very prominent soundtrack, including uh, your uncle. Remember, they're driving in the it, car and yeah. you saw the eight-track, Sam at Best of Sam and Dave, and they show the name and they pop it in there and they're playing that going down a road. So great, great yeah, stuff. Uh, Prominent soundtrack. I have never gotten that movie. I just don't get why people like that movie. I, I don't know why. I just don't get it. I, I I don't know. Just it's over the top crazy. Maybe that's just what it is. I, I don't know. It's just I thought the Anchorway and Belushi were just played those characters. I'm, really I'm well gonna try to watch, watch it again. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's some of the more prominent things in in uh, recent uh, pop culture history we've covered a lot we've covered from world war three to in living color yeah uh to you know many things in, in our in their episode here and you know i know keith i know we were gone for a couple months here i know that uh uh you know he, he was telling us uh, off camera that every day Every single solitary day that we were away, uh, Skinner was, uh, before we would go to bed at night, would practice our outro. It was rehearsing. Just, yeah, absolutely. So he says, I can't wait to get back on the air to strictly to give you a world-class outro. A couple of announcements, uh, though, real quick. Oh, yeah. I always forget. Dang it. That's my so build-up right. was so good, and I always forget these daggone announcements. <laughs> Shoot. 
What's what's what do you have coming up, Keith? That's Sorry. called karma. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. We yeah, got coming up, Keith. Off. We got coming okay, up. Okay, on the twenty first of this month, uh, my band Mixed Nuts, who's probably played more in the last two months than we played the last five years. That's great. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome. I think the band has really grown into something different, matured. We're just really killing it as of late. But we will be at the Sail Inn on the twenty first. That's on Milton Avenue out in Lake Milton. A uh, really nice place, really old-fashioned, big, high stage. Um, come on out. And the following weekend, um, I think it's 27th, 28th, uh, I will uh, play in a park in Starlight Dinner Theater's production of The Adams Family. Oh, wow. Um, both nights in a row. Um, I was in this play before. I played Uncle Fester. This year, they took an episode uh, from the show, and Don Rickles was uh, the guest star in the show. I'm playing Don Rickles' character, so uh, pretty pretty funny stuff. So that'll be at La Pizzeria in Canton, 27th, 28th, The Adams Family. Very good. And Mix Nuts, Keith, you guys have a Facebook page, right, if I'm not yes, mistaken? Yes, we do. Uh, there's another Mix Nuts, so you want to get Mix Nuts, the band. Uh, when you look us up on Facebook. Thank you. Sure. You guys play around Northeast Ohio more and more. Lately. Yeah, more and Very more. It's been, been crazy. We were at uh, Spunk Myers uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, this Saturday, we were at Tonics. Uh, last we- Saturday, we were at Roma's. So we've been been really playing a lot. Oh, and then we were, uh, three, four weeks ago, we were at uh, Nashville Night. Lots of us. Very good. Well, I'll add, I still do the Convincing Idiots podcast with Dean and Nick, so pop culture fun. Go find us wherever you listen to podcasts on YouTube at and the Bosco TV Network. Skinner, any announcements you have, sir, before we uh, go into your rehearsed outro? Uh, no, I'm actually just found out right before show started that I'll get to see Mike Jr., uh, even if it's just for a day. Oh, cool. Uh, he's rolling... Rolling through town to play a show in Bowling Green. Oh, good. Uh, traveling from Baltimore, Maryland to play in a venue in Bowling Green, Ohio. So Awesome. I'll get to, get to see him for a few hours on Saturday or on Friday, so that'll be nice. Other than that, nope. No other, uh, nothing really going on. Uh, Skinner household than the normal crazy circus that we call. <laughs> The Skinner Farson House. But, Skinner so. will be will be appearing, ladies and gentlemen, in his uh, in his newly cleaned out garage. Yes, smoking a there cigar. You if you catch him at the right, uh, if you catch him at the right time, so look for I that. Have plenty of room for visitors. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, all right, fellas, it's been a long time uh, since we've been on the air. Appreciate yep. you. Uh, we are guys from Gen X, friends for 30 plus years. Don't know what life is without you guys in with me. Likewise. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we're back I, on I the air. I imagine it a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, contractually, you know, you, know, you, can't, uh, you can't get away from it just yet. We signed a 30-year contract to do this yes, show. I don't did. know why we did yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why we did that, I, but yeah. Real quick before we do go, I got it. I I just came to me. We watched a television show called A Million Little Things. It's a it's an ABC show that went on for five seasons, and it just 
just closed out here this past uh, past year. It's a group of four guys that became close friends as young adults and went through life. And this show covers divorce, infidelity, cancer, uh, death, suicide, you name it. It covers real life things. And um, watching the show and watching these four gentlemen, I'm like, you know what? This is a show about me and my three brothers. (laughs) You know, Hmm. the families all get along together. The guys gone through, you know, everything together, divorces, children, marriages, deaths. I mean, and I, I didn't say nothing to Marcy, but I'm like, as we're watching the final show and I'm like, this is my life. <laughs> wow. What's I have the pleasure of having three guys that I've known my almost my entire life and we've done everything together. So yes, we have. love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I appreciate the show and I'm glad we're back on here. Love so you back, brother. For, love you so too. For Brian Fisher and Keith Porter. I'm Michael Skinner. We are the guys from Gen X. We'll stop with the mushy crap and we will catch you next time. Have a great time. Take care, everybody. Fish here from the It Came From Gen X podcast. We hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Which is on at Fox. Now, Martin Payne and Bart Simpson are trading places. Cool. Beginning Thursday, August 4th. What up, Martin and Living Single are packing up and moving over to Thursday night. Can't you lift a finger? Do I get to pick the finger? And the Simpsons are moving back home to Sunday. Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? No! The big switch is on when Martin, Living Single, and the Simpsons trade places. Beginning Thursday, August 4th on Fox.